Welcome to Loud in Tech. Today, we have a fascinating mix of stories ranging from leaked secrets to union-busting practices. Stay tuned. Before we dive back into more tech goodness, let's give a shout out to our fantastic sponsors and my personal favorite software in the entire universe, Mason. Picture this. A world where a solo founder can take on an e-commerce giant. Sounds like a superhero movie, right? Well, meet Mason. This AI shopping co-pilot is here to save the day. Mason swoops in to guide shoppers as they shop, making sure they find exactly what they're looking for. Did I mention it's like having a secret weapon against the Amazon tax? Oh, yeah. Mason will help you break free and skyrocket your sales. Head over to GetMason to join the revolution. That's GetMason.io. In this segment, we talk about controversial work practices. Taqueria Garibaldi, a California restaurant, has to pay $140,000 in back wages and damages to workers for hiring a fake priest to extract confessions from them. The Department of Labor found out that the restaurant didn't pay overtime wages to employees, managers received bonuses from the worker tips pool, and some employees received negative consequences for cooperating with investigators. The Catholic Diocese of Sacramento didn't detect any connection between the priest and their diocese. Looks like Apple has been caught red-handed with its union-busting practice at New York City store. A judge has ruled that Apple's managers in the World Trade Center store violated employees' rights by taking away pro-union flyers and convincing them from joining unions. As a result, the company was ordered to cease and desist from interfering with staff action. Apple had previously violated federal laws in Atlanta, too, by subjecting workers to daily mandatory anti-union meetings and interrogations, and the tactics did work as some stores, including those in St. Louis, abandoned their plans to unionize. Who knew Steve Jobs was not a people person? In this segment, we talk about tech insights. So if you're like most people, CDNs are not the most exciting thing out there. But hold on to your socks because the bunny CDN just went rogue. The DNS has been caching content all over the place, and it's causing some interesting issues. Private HTTP responses meant for only one authenticated user were being served up to other people. Oops, Bunny CDN claims to have fixed this, but it begs the question, how do CDNs solve these problems? There are a few ways, like stripping authorization headers, using cache keys, and never caching responses with authorization headers. Following option three helps solve the issue without exposing the CDN to DoS attacks, but it's still not perfect. So if you want to ensure that your CDN is configured correctly, try testing it with different authorization headers. Once upon a time in the world of technology, there were two operating systems, Plan 9 and Linux. Plan 9 was an OS that believed everything should be accessed through a simple file system. Now Linux, it's like the cool kid on the block trying to keep up with the Joneses. It implemented a similar concept through its namespaces, but it just isn't as unified or elegant as that of Plan 9. Plan 9 even had its own native networking protocol, 9P, whereas Linux namespaces struggled to keep up. The blog post suggests Linux look up to Plan 9 
and learn a thing or two about simplification in system design. And that, my friends, is the story of Linux namespaces and Plan 9 namespaces. Get this. A submarine named Titan went missing with five people aboard during an expedition to explore the Titanic shipwreck site. Guess what? The steering of the submarine was apparently handled by a $1.30 Logitech F710 wireless PC game controller from 2010. Can you believe it? To make matters worse, the entire sub is reportedly bolted shut from the outside, so the occupants cannot escape without outside assistance and could suffocate within the capsule. Yikes! The use of a $1.30 PC game controller for operations does not inspire confidence in the Titan's construction, but the exact cause of the submarine's disappearance is currently unknown. Search and rescue operations are still underway. We hope everyone is found safe and sound. If you're a developer tired of using heavyweight server-side setups, have we got news for you. DevPod is an open-source tool that makes creating and managing development environments a breeze. With DevPod, you can write code in any language and run it anywhere without having to worry about server-side complications. Plus, it's client-only and works with public and private repositories. The best part? DevPod allows instant onboarding, ensuring a consistent developer experience, DevEx, and can switch between local and cloud-powered environments whenever you need. That's why so many developer teams trust DevPod to make the development process faster and more efficient than ever. These next few minutes are around developer tips and tricks. Hey there, tech lovers! Let me tell you a secret trick that can make your bash scripts more reliable. The secret sauce is called exit traps. It's a simple yet useful pattern that ensures necessary cleanup operations even if something goes wrong. The trick is to use the pseudo signal provided by bash called exit, which can be trapped to execute any functions or commands when the script exits for any reason. By relying on exit traps, your scripts can become more robust, reliable, and maintainable. You can delete scratch directories, restart stopped services, terminate running instances, and do much more with this trick. So what are you waiting for? Give it a try and make your bash scripts more awesome. And that's a wrap for today's episode of Loud in Tech. Remember to follow us and stay updated on the latest tech and culture trends. <laughs>